Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Clickbait. Like always, we have the Bachelor Nation Breakdown. Clickbait of the week. Uh, we are going to break down the episode. Uh, I'm going to go over my points, the mentalist, um, Katie's one-on-one, Greer goes home, and Kat and Brooklyn also go home. We'll talk about all that. Um, special guest is Jess. She didn't go home this week, but she did go home the week before in Estonia. It was a sad departure. Zach was upset. She was upset. We'll talk about that. And I have my very special guest co-host here, Kelly Flanagan. Kelly, 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 what's up? How you doing? (laughs) Hey, Joe. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to do this with you today. And I'm doing well, just back here in Miami for a couple of days and probably traveling here soon. Chilling. I like that. You're going, I heard you're going to a Miami heat game tonight. Uh, not tonight. So I'm actually going on Friday. Um, Grey Goose has invited me to sit courtside with them. Oh, fun. Yeah. So I'm excited and I'm taking my dad. My dad's a bit older. He's 85 and just kind of sits at home and watches TV. So I'm forcing him to come spend some time with me and have an experience. Do your parents live in Florida permanently or are they in Chicago? No, they're back and forth. Um, they're, they're like snowbirds. So wherever, you know, wherever the weather takes them, they kind of are, but they're mostly in Florida. Okay. And where are you located in Florida? I am, I'm in Miami. My parents are in Key Largo. So they're about 45 minutes to an hour from me, which isn't too bad, but, um, I'm downtown Brickell. That's what I thought. That's, that's what it looks like. Yeah, I figured that. I, I love Brickle. I think I think that's where I'm going to have my bachelor party is Miami. Even though it's hot in the summer. Um, I Wait, like when Miami. are you planning to come? You got to come to Miami when it's like peak times, or else it might be a little bit dead. I know. Well, I'm come probably the worst time, probably uh, July. Yeah, that might be a tough one. I mean, it'll still be fun, but not anything too crazy if that's what you're looking for. No, I mean, I'm not looking for anything that crazy. You know, (laughs) I'm not trying to have like a hangover bachelor party. Okay, Um, I'm glad you're here because Bachelor Nation Breakdown, you are the first topic. Ooh. What's big? (laughs) What's been going on with Kelly? So we know that you and Pete are back together. Um, We've been out with you guys a few times. Um, I love both of you. So happy about that. Um, But yeah, just want to keep us up to date. Catch us up with what's been going on. Yeah. Um, God, I feel like I haven't talked about like any of this stuff for a while. But yeah, so coming on, it's been a wild, like, I don't know, what has it been like? three, almost four years, but, um, yeah, it was, we came off, I was, you know, became best friends with Kelsey Weir and then Victoria Fuller. So me and the girls had a good year and a half of just going out and living our absolute best lives coming off the show. And then, um, as of recently, we've all gotten into relationships, so we haven't seen too much of each other, but, um, you know, Kelsey is like my ultimate best friend. And I talk to her every single day on the phone, every single day. Where does, where does Kelsey live? She lives in Nashville, but she's actually moving to Athens, Greece. Wow. So I am like, I'm like heartbroken. She's from Iowa. And I remember one of the first things on the show I said to her, she was like, yeah, I live in Iowa. And I was like, what are you doing in Iowa? 
Um, and her and I still laugh about that. But yeah, she moved to Nashville and then we would go up to Chicago a lot, you know, I'm from Chicago originally, but she met one of the guys that plays on the Bulls and she started dating him. We all started hanging out. He's like one of the sweetest guys in the world. He decided to go overseas. So now he's playing in Athens, Greece, and she is picking up all of her stuff in Nashville, moving it to his place in Arizona. And then she's moving out to Greece for like the next year and a half. Wow. Wow. So he got cut from the Bulls, huh? <laughs> that, I'm, I'm not gonna say that but you take it as yeah no i i remember i um the first time we had met a while back but i remember um during your season i saw you at towel in chicago i was back when you guys were all running around isn't that so funny i do remember right? that yeah, yeah it was you, a long time ago you came up and you're like kelly and then and then i think there was um there was an article, it was a picture of me, you and Destin and like the Chicago Herald or something, or one of them tried to say like Kelly and Joe. And yeah. I was like, what? And it was me, you and Dustin. And I was yeah. like, well, why did they pick Joe? Like, let's <laughs> mess left, up. Poor, left poor Dustin out. Um, yeah. Okay. So yeah. Um, what else? So, so then, um, yeah, I'm bummed that essentially Kelsey is moving away because she's my ultimate best friend but um yeah I started seeing Peter again and we started dating and this time around we decided to keep it a little bit more private than what it was because I felt the um, enormous amount of pressure that comes with like the social aspect of it and just social media in general um people have their opinions and it's not fun to be in a relationship and like constant constantly have stress and and anxiety. So yeah, especially I was like, you know after, what? Uh, not to cut you off, but especially after his season, cause it was such a big season and the way everything ended, I'm sure. And like you guys, it's the first time you ever did reality TV. So I'm sure it was extremely overwhelming. So that makes yeah. that all makes sense. But go no, ahead. It was definitely overwhelming. Um, yeah. So we just decided this time around to give it a shot, but just try to keep it a little bit more private and We've been traveling a lot. We just went to Aspen for my birthday. I think there was a group of like 30 of us. And then we just got back from Vegas as well. So um, him and I have been traveling like nonstop together. It's kind of nice to fly for free sometimes on his passes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> do you do you guys have a favorite um, a favorite place? Um, that's a good question. I mean, I would say if I were to pick his, he would say Vegas. He loves Vegas. Um, for me, I was like obsessed with Aspen. I really, really liked Aspen. So okay. maybe different perspectives there, but both weekends were super fun. They say Aspen's kind of like Vegas, or they don't say Vegas in the snow. It's more like Manhattan in the snow or something like that. Yeah, I really? I like it. I, I don't know. Maybe I just don't know what the fucking time. Well, I, I think I liked it because there was like, there were so many different groups of people that I know. So everywhere we were walking around or whatever it was, like, it was like a group of all of my friends. So yeah, it's cool. What, um, what's going on with work? What are you doing? Brand deals, whatnot? Yeah. So um, actually I have a project in the books. I'm not going to give too much because I have to get things going here, but I have a big project, hopefully, fingers crossed. I've been working on that a lot. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But what is it? I can't tell you immediately, but can you give it, me like a, a slight clue? 
I mean, um, a project could be anything. Is it a, is it, yeah, I could, you know, I an could art project. It has to do with dating. Okay. And, um, astrology. Okay. Fun. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I like that. I'm going to, when, when could this potentially be released? For a while. So I'm like in the works with, um, I actually used to work for a company that built apps back in the day, right after college. And I am working with him and like all of my tech buddies to try to get things rolling here. But, um, and then my friend, Julie, who does all of the astrology behind it. And it's not like regular astrology. I know you're probably like, what the fuck? But it's, um, it's called like Vedic astrology. And this girl has like predicted my entire life to the point where like I was creeped out by it. And she told me, she was like, yeah, like you'll probably do the show. There's something within your chart that says like media. I was like, okay. And she was like, you'll go far, but you won't win. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> Which We all know is exactly what happened. And then she called me months down the road and she was like, hey, I've been so invested in your chart just because there's been so many twists and turns. I think you're either going to get back with Peter or I think you're the next bachelorette. And I was like, who is okay, this wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to stop here. Is this, does she know when you go see her, does she know that you're potentially thinking about going on the show? No, I met her before I went on the show. I didn't Yeah, but were you, were you in casting or anything like of the sorts? They reached out to me, but that okay. was like, it was like very beginning. Okay. So that, I mean, that's not that bold of a prediction. You're going to no, probably her, say yes to the show and go decently far. No, she said, but not when <laughs> she like, okay. Knew. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think, yeah, that's interesting. And I'm looking forward to see what you got coming out. Um, should Thank we, you. let's move on to breakdown number two. Um, another pilot, Rachel Rekia announced yesterday on her Instagram story that she had gotten a breast reduction. Um, I think Genevieve also posted it or something like that. Um, so what do you think? How do you feel about that? Joe, did she write like the reasons for why she got it? Um, I do know that my mom had had one because it was affecting her like posture and her back so badly that insurance did pay for it. So I know that when a lot of girls do this, um, it is more for like health reasons. Yeah, no, I, I that's that makes sense to me. I actually know um, uh, a few women that have done that for health reasons. Um, and it totally makes sense. I mean, it's probably, I would think it's just like heavy, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. heavy on your back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, it, it's good. I don't know what it's like, but, um, oh, God. no, you're right. You're yeah. right. It's definitely heavy. It's not, it's not fun sometimes, but, um, you know, I, I wish her well and a great recovery and, her reasons are her reasons, but if they're health reasons, um, you know, hope yeah. she recovers well. Yeah, same. Um, whatever, uh, whatever works for her. It's her body, not mine. So good for her, and um, I hope it all works out. All right, so we're gonna get we're gonna get you one of those vests one day, just so you could feel what it feels like. Yeah, no, I don't want one, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I will not accept. Okay. <laughs> Bachelor Nation breakdown number three. Let's break down um, the episode. So first, I'd say like the first big point um, was Zach's one-on-one date with Katie. Um, They went to an ancient bathhouse. A lot of saunas and bathhouses um, 
in this season. Uh, I love a good song, by the way. Um, but I, I like them. I think they're really, really into each other. I think Zach is a bad poker player. I think you could really tell um, when he's super into someone. Yeah. It's, this is his second one-on-one with Katie. So when you get a one-on-one, did you get a one-on-one in your season? I did. You did. Okay. One-on-one seems to be pretty important. You get two of them, you're, you're locked in to go pretty far. Yeah, you're good. Right? You're set. You're set. When you get what, that second one, you're good. Yeah. Woody, who got, um, on your season, who got two? Anyone? I, I think there was a couple people. Um, yeah. Maddie did. Uh, Kelsey Weir did. Um, Victoria did. I think I oh, was wow. like, yeah, I think the majority of, I think, yeah, I think all of them did, actually. I think Hannah Ann did. I think I was the only one that didn't. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and here you go. Here you are. Um, but what do you uh, think? What do you think about Katie and Zach? To be honest, I there's parts of me that get like confused about Zach. Like I feel like sometimes you could look at a guy and being like, okay, he's a he's a like a very alpha male, or mm-hmm. he's like a little softy or something like that. Sometimes I have a hard time trying to figure out who Zach is, but when I feel like he's with her, he feels a little bit more relaxed. Like his, his energy is just like relaxed. He feels a little bit more comfortable. I think he has like a cute little tick of like nervousness a lot of the time. Um, but with her, I just feel like he's comfortable. He's totally comfortable with her. I agree. I couldn't agree more. And yeah, I mean, I think she's there till the end. Okay. Um, the group date, we have the mentalist which I I found pretty entertaining. This guy was spot on. I don't know how he did it. I don't know if there's a producer and he's got a mic in his ear because there's yeah. no way he just gets that. There's just no yeah. way. He's not, the guy's not reading minds. He's, he's just not. Um, no, Joe, I, you know, I would agree with you on that, but I've like seen mentalists. I saw one um, do one for some NFL team recently, but the things that they could guess is wild and it's like body language. So Maybe a little bit of production help there, but overall, it's it's kind of freaky if you actually research them and see what they could do. Yeah, but like exact, I just like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I honestly, though, I think if they ever do a Bachelor, The Bachelor in Budapest, like a Budapest version, that man should be the host because I found them pretty entertaining. <laughs> um, okay, so then, um, you know, the girls are getting upset. Everyone's emotional on the date, um, which... Makes sense because now we're down to the wire where it's like, this guy's going to potentially be meeting my family. I could be getting engaged. Now I'm starting to freak out, um, which we see and all that makes sense. And then um, Greer, who had COVID, comes back all excited to see Zach. And Zach's like, nah, like it's over. That was rough. That, that was, was rough. That was a rough one. I felt yeah. bad. But honestly, like there's parts of me that feels bad for Zach because think about it. Like Greer came into that and his mindset was like, she's going home. And so like, I remember her sitting down and I had a feeling that she was going home, unfortunately. But when she sat down and she was just going on a rant about how everything is so great and she's so excited and her energy is like amazing. And um, he's probably having that go through his head being like, Oh no. Oh no. Like, how do I turn this around? Like, how do I break up with her when this is her mindset? Like, I honestly feel bad for him. Yeah. It was, it was a bad situation for both people. And 
yeah, there's just no way around it. But honestly, do you think she knew it was coming or do you think she had hope? I don't think she knew. I think she should have known. I think she should have at least been a little prepared for that to happen. But it seemed like she she didn't. I mean, personally. Um, but, you know. Because, um, I mean, went, bringing, bringing her to, like, hometowns with families and all that stuff, like, I just feel like you didn't really get much time. But, uh, yeah. I mean, maybe, but, maybe it was a Hail Mary. Yeah. And it's The Bachelor. Like anything could happen. Um, <laughs> OK. And then we have Brooklyn and Kat who were not getting along. And I'm very surprised that they didn't do a two on one with them. I thought that was coming for sure. You're right? right. I didn't I didn't even think about that. But now that you say that 100 percent. Yeah, I think this is like the first season they didn't do that. And they were they were perfect because they both hated each other. Um, they were both vocal about it and they both liked Zach. So that would have been perfect. Um, but yeah, Honestly, they went home. I, I was kind of shocked at how, um, how Kat was willing to kind of like go back at Brooklyn. Like, I don't know my personality. If, if Brooklyn came at me like that and I didn't disagree, I would just like kind of laugh it off. Like this is absolutely ridiculous. Like when Kat was trying to talk to charity and Brooklyn walks up, if that were to happen, like, just look at her and be like, what, what are you doing here? Like, I felt awkward when Brooklyn was walking up. I was like, yeah. wait, what? Like, but to give Brooklyn a reaction, I think that's like exactly what Brooklyn was looking for. So um, with that scenario, I was just, I was like, Kat, you probably should have just sat there and not gave her what she wanted and make her look like the one that's like a little bit out of place. Yeah, but that would have made for boring TV, so... I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad they went at each You're other. You're right. Maybe, and, maybe that's and, why I'm horrible for this show. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And now, now they're going to go at each other. I'm assuming they go at each other at the women tell all. But I don't know. The whole cat, like all of a sudden, he just like stopped. He was like, it seemed like he was extremely in the cat. I would say Katie and Cat were shoulder and shoulder, and then all of a sudden, like he just stopped. Yeah, I'm really curious about what happened there because it didn't seem like enough went down. Like he he called her out for being a little bit off with the mentalist, but overall, like there was no really discussion of 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 why because you see him being really really into her, and then he's like, "All right, you're gone." Yeah. Um, and I didn't see where the disconnect was. I guess it just seemed like th- this whole season, it if there was a little bit of drama or being hesitant Zach was just kind of like I don't have time for this like you're gone <laughs> which you know is definitely we don't I don't we never really see leads do that um I but, think we will get more into that when Jess comes on because I I agree with you 100% it's like yeah. any any little conflict and it's like which I don't know is the best response because you got to see how people like argue if you're able to able to communicate in proper ways and get through to them and stuff like that so when i see that it's like it's almost like are you asking them to put on a facade even when they're not feeling good or insecure like you're not willing to help them through that you just want them to put on a facade and act like they're fine i don't know i don't know i mean the only way it makes sense to me really is if he just deep down kind of like knew who he was going to pick or at least knew like the top two and it was kind of like anyone that you know 
I just, I'm not feeling or gives me any pushback. Like I don't need it's, it. It's kind of an excuse to get rid of it. To yeah. Get rid of ma- them. Maybe, maybe, but we don't know. I mean, I'm not, I, I'm not Zach. So I don't know the ways his brain's working through all this. Um, okay. Let's do this. We got the clickbait of the week. Um, which is a woman, she's 28, um, she was having issues dating, dating life has become a dumpster fire, yada, yada, yada. Um, so she wanted to take matters into her own hands and invited 65 of the men that she, <laughs> this is, yeah, 65 of the men that she met on dating apps to a house party, um, and she ended up meeting um, her partner, um, a real-life match. So essentially this girl just said, like, I'm going to throw a massive house party with a bunch of single guys and invite some of my single friends and, and see what happens. Which, I mean, I, th- I think it's wild. But isn't this kind of like what a bar and a club is? Like you could have just went to a bar. No, I disagree with you. Why? The, re- the reason why is because, Joe, when people go to the bar, they have a different mentality because like, for example, you don't know who's single and who's not. So I guess it's like a little bit harder to go in with the perspective of like, okay, I'm here to talk to someone and potentially find like a partner for myself. When you're going to a house party and you know, every single person is single, it's a different mentality you're walking into. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. That, I mean, I don't know, like if, if I was single and was invited to that, I probably wouldn't wouldn't go mainly because yeah. I'd be like, there's going to be all guys. What am I going to do there? <laughs> right. And she invited 65 guys. I can't imagine. She also invited 65 women. That's a party of a hundred and what is that? 140. It's a lot of people. Oh, it sounds great for the women. Yeah. They, they should, honestly, they should hire this girl now as a producer on the bachelor or bachelorette because I know. she knows what she's doing, at least for herself. Um, but and yeah, say she's starting to host parties and all that stuff. Um, yeah, but now she's she, charging. She said Solid. it's 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 getting a little bit ridiculous because um, people were just like legit picking guys off up the street off the street and telling them to come in. So she was like, it was getting a little bit of out of hand. But before before you went on, and then we're gonna justice here, so we're gonna call her in. But before you went on the Bachelor. Um, the last person, last guy you were in a relationship, where did you meet? Mykonos. Oh, wow. Wow. Kelly's Kelly, you're just a you're just a luxury world traveler. No, he over. uh I did I did literally long distance across the world for almost oh, he, two years. Did he live there? He lived in Jordan. Okay. The country okay. Jordan. Like yeah. literally. Yeah. So um it was a fun experience. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Well, um, but yeah, we met in uh, we met in Mykonos. I'm trying to think where else I met other people. Honestly, I usually meet people through friends of friends. He was yeah. cousins with a guy I went to boarding school with, so I was staying with all of them in a house. Um, but yeah, I don't think I'm big on like the random random dates. It's more of like meet my friend, and that's, yeah. that's how I usually do it. I agree. I, I just feel like that's just the um, you just more you just feel safer and just more comfortable. I always say that, like, I just yeah. feel safe, safer because that person could vouch for them. You know, they're not yeah. a serial killer. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody, nobody wants to date a serial killer. Okay. Um, I think right now is the perfect time to bring our guest. Um, you know her from Zach's season. Everyone, please welcome Jess to the podcast.
Jess, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? We're good. We're good. Kelly, this is my co-host, Kelly. Kelly, Jess. How are you? We're excited to have you. I'm so excited to talk to both of you. This is so awesome. So thanks we're gonna we're gonna hit you with some hard questions. So oh, I'm ready. <laughs> hard hitting questions. Yeah. Okay. So let's. Um, so you went home, um, not on this week's episode, but the the week before. So we'll, we'll get into all that. Um, but before we do, how did you get on the show? Yes. So I was going through a tough breakup in the beginning of 2022. And my friend, one of my best friends actually signed me up kind of like as a joke, just to like cheer me up and, you know, show me that there's options. And I actually got a call on my ex-boyfriend's birthday. And I was like sat in my friend's room about it. And I was like, obviously we were not speaking and it was just like a sign from God. I was like, oh my gosh. And, you know, it was just unreal. And I feel like it just was perfect perfectly set up for me, honestly. So. Okay. Where, and where, where do you live? You're from Florida, right? Mm-hmm. Orlando, Florida. Yes. Okay. And oh, that's nice. Where you... You're close to me. Kind of. I'm in Miami. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. I, like I was in West Palm for a year, but I'm back in Orlando. So. And what Go do you ahead. do? Um, what do you do for a living? Yeah. So I'm an e-commerce merchandise coordinator. And I also on the side work as a marketing coordinator for a small business. Nice. Okay. Um, were you a fan of the show? Did you watch it before you went on? I did watch a few seasons. I think I, the only seasons that I really watched the whole thing, I'm a huge Hannah B fan. I loved her. Um, and I did watch Peter's season. So (laughs) those are the two that I, I kind of watched the most. Uh, the messy ones. It's all right. Yeah. Very entertaining. (laughs) Honestly, I'm not going to lie, Jess. I saw that there was a lot of, um, similar things that happened during our season that were very similar to yours, whether it was the dates or just like the dynamic or how it was filmed and stuff like that. I was like, man, this is bringing me back to those days. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It was interesting. (laughs) Were you at all? So you're going through the process and then like it gets down to it. Were you hesitant about going on or were you just like by that time, like I'm all in, I'm, I'm excited. Of course, there's like those fears that are inevitable. Um, I was scared of the women if I was hoping they'd be nice. Um, And I was, you know, scared if I was going to get my like heart broken. And there's just so much and you're away from your family and your friends and you're taking that risk by, you know, like potentially quitting your job. So there were just so many fears going into it. But I'm a big believer, like if the opportunity is presenting itself, then I'm ready for it. So I kind of just went at it and I I have a question for you Jess how did your family and friends react were they supportive of you going on or were they hesitant Mm -hmm. um what were their opinions my friends were so excited um and very very encouraging and just a great support system I come from a very traditional Puerto Rican family um surprise I know I don't look Puerto Rican but (laughs) so no one in my family has watched the show or even really knew what it was about um, and when I came back, my mom had like, she'd researched so much and watched so many seasons cause she had no idea. Like when I was telling her about it, she was like, what is this? So mm. my family was definitely scared and hadn't had no idea what the bachelor was at all. So that was, how do they feel? How do they feel about it now after watching you? I think honestly, like, I mean, my mom loves me and knows that I hold myself well, but I think she was afraid of, um, you know, 
how I was going to feel coming off the show, like any hate or just how I handle myself with the other women. And I think she's very proud of me. And, you know, I think she is glad that I did it. And it's, it, I don't know. She's, they like it now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I, yeah. I think you did really well, Jess, if you want my opinion. Um, I think you, you crushed it. You did really well. And you know what? You could always look back and just say it was an experience. Mm-hmm. You learned, you know, everyone that comes off that show, they learn a lot about themselves. They learn a lot about just how reality TV works. So, um, yeah, I would be proud of you if, if I was your mom too. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a sweet moment. This is a sweet, quick moment. Yeah. Even, yeah. Jess, even your exit, I thought you um, you handled really well. So let's um, just, we'll talk a little bit about your time on the show. Um, oh, wait, before we do, I want the truth. Who did you want to be The Bachelor? Um, I really don't have a type. No man that I've dated has been similar to the other. So I went into it very open-minded. Zach was one of my top choices. Um, there was no one I didn't want. Yes, that's fair. If you um, if you were to go on Paradise, is there anyone that you, you would be interested in right now? Um, here's the thing is I just want a nice man to pursue me for once and make me feel special. So like I... I don't really go after looks. I go after personality. I know that's so cliche, but it is true because I need someone to make me feel comfortable. Um, So I just, I want someone that's like genuine and I don't know that through Instagram. So Jess, I have a question. When's your birthday? I need to know your astrology stuff. Um, February 16th. I'm an Aquarius, but my friends tell me that I don't really act like one. So I don't really know. Yeah, I'm February 25th. So we're, we're kind of. I could see similarities with a lot of things that you're saying. I'm an Aries. Okay. So (laughs) let's, let's go, let's go to the show. So I would say, you know, your limo entrance and the first few weeks, like you are one of the the women that stuck out. Um, And it seemed that you and Zach had a good connection and he seemed to really like you. Mm -hmm. That's what it seemed like. Um, What was it like? Yeah. Um, like the was, first night you're going in, were you nervous? Were you excited? Like when you actually started getting to talk to him? Yeah, I was so terrified. Um, I think I remember they even aired it that I was, I told him I was like shaking cause I was so nervous. And, um, he is just, I, I just remembered like not being able to flirt with him. Like nothing that I was saying was coming out smoothly. Like I'm pretty sure I told him like he's so much cuter in person. And I was like, why did I do that? Um, but oh, I think that's cute. It was, it was a really like, I'm going to remember it forever. It was such a good night. And he, he did create such a safe space and it was fun. And I got so many butterflies. I had to eat cookies after um, to calm myself down because I'm like a sugar freak and like that's just what calms me, I guess. So I remember running to the kitchen and like all the girls were like, are you okay? And I'm like eating like three of the cookies from the jar and like, just give me a second. Like I need to calm down. But it was a really good night and it, it was a really, really good few weeks. Like I, I felt like there was nothing that there was, there was nothing to worry about, honestly. Like yeah. I didn't think that there was never, I was never spiraling and thinking I was going to be like going home anytime soon with how he was treating me. Yeah. And I I think, I think that's how the audience felt as well. Um, So what went wrong? And like, when did things start like 
Wait, Jess, before we go there, if you were to describe like Zach's personality, like you said that he made you feel very comfortable and um, you felt like safe with him and stuff like that. Like, what would you describe his personality? I was kind of talking to Joe about this earlier, but like, you know, there's very alpha men. There's very like softies. Um, With Zach, I see that he's a little bit more serious minded, but I can't really like pinpoint personality traits about him. Yeah. Um, from what I've gathered, um, (laughs) he, he is very soft-spoken. Um, he doesn't really raise his voice. I think he does his best to really understand us. Um, he may not always, he's human and he makes mistakes like we do. He may not always understand that well. Um, but I think, I don't know. I think he's a really, really good guy and he does his best. And I mean, he went into this with such good intentions and all the girls, like you could see it, everyone fell for him. Um, and everyone was so heartbroken when they left. And he's just like real and normal. Like a, a guy that you would meet at a bar is how I would explain it. Like he didn't make you feel like, oh, it's Zach the Bachelor, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And I, I would say, you know, I've been doing this podcast for a minute now. Um, and like when you know, the cast starts coming on the show and they talk about the lead. People usually like, especially at the beginning, like roll their eyes and, and always have something snarky to say about the lead. And this is the first time where every woman that's been on the show so far just only speaks highly of Zach and says how, how nice he is. Um, but do you feel like there was a part of Zach that you didn't get to see? Do you think like that was almost like he didn't go deep enough I mean, of course, I didn't get that much quality time with him. So there's definitely so many layers to him that I didn't get to know that I wanted to know. Um, but, you know, just from like all the girls in the house, like when we talk with each other about conversations with him, like you kind of feel like you're learning about him through each other in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, so and yep. with how he handled drama and stuff like it's just it's kind of like how he handled situations is what made me learn more about him. When, okay. So what do you think went wrong and when when did you start getting vibes that, you know, it, something might be a little bit off? Yeah. So it happened very quick. Um I throughout the whole journey, you know, he, every conversation we had, he would reassure me and tell me how confident he was with me and you know, we would have great conversations and I, I would always leave walking away so happy and when you're in an environment where these women are going on dates with him and come back even like stronger in their relationship with him. And you're kind of just week by week, like waiting for that feeling to be chosen and wanting that time with the man that you want to potentially get engaged to. Um, it gets hard. And I would say going into Estonia, I was very hopeful that I was going to get that time with him. And when it didn't happen, it just, it was confusing. It was like all, there was no actions following the words that he was giving me. Um, and watching that conversation was just as confusing as it was in the moment, but, um, I felt very misunderstood and I was frustrated and, you know, watching like my exit, I wish that I used that verbiage with him. I feel like I could have explained myself better, but I was going to that conversation anxious and confused and I wasn't able to like articulate myself the best way. Um, 
And Honestly, I thought you were pretty straightforward. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, but but I but I do agree with you because when I remember that scene specifically when you were in the car, I was like, oh, I wish she would have said that to him because yeah. it made perfect sense. I think like at the end of the day, like you know, I think he was confused what I meant by quote unquote a one on one. What I meant was quality time, but I think to him he was getting confused, but. End of the day, like if he was my person, he would have taken that time to help me articulate my feelings and help me and like get to a place where we both can come to an understanding. It just felt like I like it, I was like talking to a wall. He wasn't listening to me. It felt like everything I was saying was just like wrong. And well, I, I, I think not to cut you off, but I think um, I. I personally, and I could be wrong because I'm not Zach, but I do think he gets in his head a little bit when he thinks that somebody could potentially be there for the wrong reason. And I think you saying, I want a one-on-one time, instead of him taking that as she wants to spend some quality time with me, I feel like he was taking it like, oh, does she just want more airtime? Yeah. And who knows? I mean... I would hope that he knew my character by then to know that that wasn't the case. Like I was always out of drama, like, you know, throughout the season, like you, I'm barely there because I was always like in the background, just like not getting involved. So I just hope I, if that was the case, then that hurts. But I don't know. I think just, you know what I also noticed, which could be something it could not be. It, it, when I was on, I remember there was a time and like, sometimes you have to put yourself in like the lead shoes and I don't have that experience, but, um, I remember I would like go and talk to Peter and, you know, you only get a certain amount of time to talk to them, but they're talking, they're talking to so many different girls that like, if he's coming off, I remember he was coming off a really, really bad conversation with someone and she was like bawling her eyes out. I'm not going to say her name, but bawling her eyes out. And then like, she leaves the room. I walk in. And he's like, has to switch his vibe and his energy. And it's like, I sympathize with the leads on that because it's not easy to do. Like when you get into like a bad spot or an emotional spot and then just switching it for, you know, the next five minutes to then happy thoughts, like it's harder to carp. Um, what word am I looking for? It's harder to do that in your head than um, one may think. So, you know, whether you came at him and he was just already kind of like in a bad mood and he was like confused or tired or whatever it might be like. He could have just been like, just kind of had brain fog a little bit. And I wouldn't be like so stressed on being like, I wouldn't be too hard on yourself to be like the one-on-one -on -one and you really messed up. Like there's just so many different elements that go into this and I wouldn't fault yourself if that's the case. He, yeah. he also, um, I don't know if you know this, Jess, but he did, I, he did admit this week that he was wrong in, in how he handled your exit. So that's yeah. good to know. That brings a lot of comfort. Yeah, I yeah. think we both did our best. I mean, there's things that he could have worked on, things that I could have done differently. But at the end of the day, like if we were meant for each other, you know, I wouldn't have left that room and we would have figured it out. And I mean, watching it back, like I was really proud of myself for not begging for him and not like trying to like fight for someone that wasn't fighting for me in the moment. And so I'm proud of myself looking back and everything happens for a reason. So it's fine. And I have nothing but respect for him. Do you think um, if he didn't get COVID in London mm -hmm. and Charity got the one-on-one -on -one date, do you think you would have gotten the one-on-one -on -one date in Estonia? 
you know, I think obviously it would have been between the only people that were left would have been me, Ariel, Greer. Obviously, Ariel got one. If Greer had COVID, then possibly, yes. If she didn't, I don't know between me and her who would have. Um, but I think at the end of the day, like I went into that conversation, I didn't really necessarily need reassurance. I just wanted him to make me like, just understand my perspective. And I feel like if, if he had a one-on-one waiting for me, he would have hinted at that. And he didn't really make me feel that way. And a woman's intuition is always correct. And I just, in that sitting on that couch, I was like, this man (laughs) does not feel for me the way I feel for him. I don't think so. No, well, good for you. Good for you for, <laughs> you know, standing up for yourself and going, you know, having that hard conversation. Do you do you think if you didn't and he kept you around, would you at this point without a one on one feel comfortable bringing him home to meet your family? I feel like it's just so I mean, this process is untraditional to begin with, but I feel like to not even have like a full day with him and bring him home to my family, that would have been really tough, especially because he's going to be asking for my parents' approval um, and permission to propose to me. So how does someone do that without that time? So Yeah, I, I almost think you need at least one one-on-one. I, like, I had one one-on-one and I almost felt uncomfortable because I was like, I'm not getting a second one. Like, this isn't working. Like, let's so, just grab coffee. That's simple. Like, just grab coffee with me for an hour and then I'll count back. Like, let's just chit chat. We need to chit chat yeah. about something. So I hear you. Um, did it get, did it mess with your mind a little bit when you guys were both holding the candle and the flame went out? Uh, yeah. You know, that was a moment. Um, the wind was very strong that day. Okay. Um, and at the time, like you could see my face, I was like smiling awkwardly. Like I was like, I didn't really know how to react. And it was very awkward, but um, I try to be positive with these things. And I, you know, looked at it as like maybe the flame going out and then we put it back on is like a re-spark to a new chapter. I don't know. I was trying to find like positive light in it. Um, But definitely I think it contributed to like my, oh, okay. Like maybe we're not meant for each other and there's like a bunch of signs coming out that's saying that. So um I we're well, gonna talk watch, about if you watch Dark Season, the same thing happened with me and Peter. So. Oh wait, really? Yeah. Nice. On our one on one. We had to like burn two candles and mine like wasn't burning and his was and it was a big ordeal. So again, there's a lot of similarities in um yeah. this season and ours. Yeah. We're gonna um, we're gonna touch on the tell all, um, but before we do, you said your parents are traditionalists and didn't really watch the show. Mm-hmm. How would they have felt? Would they have given their blessing to Zach if you would have been in that position? Like, oh, did, did they even one. know that that was a possibility? Yeah, um, I think for sure. I date with intent with intention, and I've never brought someone home that I didn't plan on hoping to have a future with. So um, I think my dad would have been like terrified to be in front of a camera. I think that would have been like his biggest thing is just being scared. But I think they would have had very good conversations with him, but I think they would have given him him their blessing. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. Okay. The tell all is next week. 
Um, how did that go? How was it seeing the girls? Who are who like who are your like best friends from the house? Yeah, so I got so lucky. Everyone is so sweet. The girls that I talk with pretty much every day is Kat, Ariel, Gabby, Katie, and Jen. Um, and so it was very exciting to see, well, the ones that were there. Um, but it was fun. It was very chaotic. And um, the filming was chaotic? Yes, it was chaotic. <laughs> oh no I'm excited definitely entertaining um for the viewers so everyone should be excited really yeah were were you specifically nervous to see anyone or were any of like your girlfriends the one that you were just referring to um I was kind of removed from all of the drama in the house but I know a lot of the women kind of had a lot of they needed some closure on their situations with each other so I think everyone in there kind of said their piece and were able to kind of get that um but yeah everyone I could I could only imagine that Kat and Brooklyn are gonna go at it yeah uh I feel like they came to a very good understanding at the end so well we'll see we'll see we'll see next week um okay Jess what is what is going on with your love life are you dating are you checking your dms are you still single I am so single it hurts um I I've never had a dating app I've been debating on getting one I don't know like I don't know what's next for me like I'm just going day by day I feel like I'm focusing on just loving myself and learning from this experience and focusing on you know possibly moving out of Florida and seeing what's next for me. So we'll see. I don't know. I'm not chasing anyone, but I'm not against anything. So where would you want to move um, besides Florida? California. Okay. Okay. And if they did ask you to go on paradise, would you do it? Um, I would not be against going on paradise. If there was someone there that sparks my interest, I would be completely open to it. So we'll see. Okay. All right. I think personally think you're going to be there, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> all right. You, uh, will you play a game with us? We're going to play a quick game and then we'll let you go. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. They're going to be um, rounds of rapid fire questions. Okay. So whatever comes to your mind, just, just go with it. Right. Okay. Okay. What is the first thing you do after you wake up? Um, I check the time to see if I can keep sleeping or not. Smart. Fair. What is your favorite <laughs> holiday? Um, Fourth of July. Okay. Where is one place in the world that you have to visit? Australia. What is your go-to cocktail? Oh, um, I don't vodka soda. Perfect. I feel like you might get judged a lot because it's yeah, the, I will. This, no, not that. Not that oh, one. The next one. Okay. Okay. I know. Welcome this is to the Bachelor. Be- Welcome to Bachelor World. You get judged for everything now. Yeah, so get, get All ready. Right. All right. This is an important one. Okay. Cats or dogs? Oh, dogs always. All right. Um, what is the best dating advice you have ever received? Um, the right person will always fight for you. Like that. What is the screensaver on your phone? Let's see it. Um, this is me and my college friend. 
Oh, that's cute. Who's texting you there? Is it a boy? No, my, my also, my, this friend, Alyssa, I've known since I was like in pre-K. Oh, okay. No boys. Um, No boys. (laughs) (laughs) What is your go-to karaoke song? Um, what is the one that's like, I dug my, oh, before he cheats. Yes. Before he cheats. Oh, before he cheats. Okay. That's a good one. Um, what is one piece of advice you would give to anyone who goes on The Bachelor in the future? Um, I would say to make sure that you know who you are and you love yourself and you don't let any, anyone persuade like who you are. You stay true to yourself, basically. I think that is great advice. I Good advice. Solid advice. All right, Jess, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Um, And we're looking forward to seeing more of you, probably in paradise. We'll see. We'll see you down at the beach. (laughs) Thank you, guys. What do you think? I think he made a mistake by sending her home so early. I think he should have given her a one-on-one. I couldn't agree more with you. There's something about her that I just think she's like the sweetest, nicest, um, little girl out not little girl but like I just look at her and I'm just like you're just so genuine you're so sweet like I just want to like put her in my pocket you know like yeah, she's great they're, they're around the same age I don't know I think he it, you could tell like when she left he was like crying kind of you know what Joe tearing up. I think this is where I struggle is I don't necessarily know what Zach wants like I could see them adding up but like is he more into like fiery girls like is he like I don't I I don't know I don't know but I think she's she's amazing she's beautiful may I add um, yeah. and I think she's just like very level-headed yeah maybe maybe he just hasn't been vulnerable enough yeah that could well, be good I think but, she's she's a gem. She is definitely yeah. a catch. I have high hopes for her, hopefully on Paradise. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, Joe. Well, thank you for having me today. Thank you to our listeners for tuning in. Don't miss all new episodes of The Bachelor airing every Monday night on ABC and streaming next day on Hulu. And remember, next week, it's a double header with The Bachelor, Woman Tell All airing Tuesday, March 14th at 8, 7 central on ABC and streaming next day on Hulu. Yes, and as always, make sure to subscribe and submit all your burning questions. We want to know what clickbait you want us to get into next week, the week after. Follow us on social, like, comment, DM us. You know where to find us at ClickbaitBN on Instagram. All the links to our Facebook, our TikTok, our Twitter, they're all there. Also, they are casting for men to date our next Bachelorette. If you are single or you know someone who is single, go to our website to nominate or apply at BachelorNation.com slash apply. Share your stories with us. We want to know what clickbait you're looking at this week. And Prime members, make sure to listen to Clickbait ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you could listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. But before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com slash survey. Yes. And Kelly, um, thank you. Thanks for coming on. It was a lot of fun. And to our listeners, thank you guys. Love having you here. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. Um, I will see you guys all next week. Bye. Thanks for having me, Joe. Bye.